I'm Jennifer Campbell. I'm Karen Corgan. And I'm Kelsey Litchfield. Welcome to the Girls Talk Ag Podcast, brought to you by the Global Ag Network. This podcast is where we plow through the manure online and discuss what's currently going on in agriculture. From the good stuff to the rough stuff, we may not always be politically correct, but we're definitely honest. Welcome back to another Girls Talk Ag episode. I'm Kelsey Litchfield, joined by, going into radio mode there, um, Karen Corrigan and Jennifer Campbell. Hello, ladies. Yo. Yo. Hello. Addison is also chiming in. <laughs> woof, woof. Woof, woof. So that's what we're going to do today, which we're going to catch up a little bit. Um, what's been going on? Last time we recorded an episode, I think, was back in late April, and you know, we're busy people too. So, um, we had planting and then summer just it suddenly came. It snowed. Wow. And yeah. We planted, it snowed, then we planted more, then it rained a lot. I, I, I don't even know what happened to make it July 2nd. Mm-hmm. It's freaking July 2nd. Yep. I, I don't even, I, I can't even tell you what happened. We planted, this is the first year in a long time that we planted, we planted like in early April, mid-April, I think we got started, planted three days, should have gone a lot harder than we did, but we did not because you you never know. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Then we got snow. Then we planted for three days at some point in time, maybe early May. Then we got a lot of rain. Then we finished up planting. We should have gone a lot harder each time. That's mm-hmm. what she said. Um, but um, this is my point was this is the first year that I can remember in quite a while we have had no replant. Yeah, we did not either. So, agronomist Karen, where is the garden spot this year? Because there's drought, there's too much rain. Where's the garden spot? Uh, I'm sure there's a small triangle somewhere in north central Illinois, but it's been one extreme to another. I mean, our guys in North Dakota couldn't buy a rain, and then they got a rain that took out bins and water in their basements. Um, Same thing with some other areas. Here in central Illinois, we only got four inches last weekend, but there were places that got close to 12, and uh, the pavement was taken off of Interstate 55, just south of Bloomington. So there was quite Uh-oh. a bit of water and it was moving very quickly. Ooh. I've gotten pictures yesterday afternoon of you know six foot tall corn where some of it's still underwater in the river bottoms. So, uh, you know, it's just, I keep saying 2021 is just weird. Weird, weird stuff keeps happening, so. It isn't as stressful as like 2019 and some of the other years, but it's just weird stuff. Mm -hmm. Up and down, lots of ups and downs. Our crop, I will say though, looks pretty good considering where I'm from, West Central Illinois, we've had about seven inches of rain within a week and the ground soaked it up pretty good except for a few low lying spots. But I thought I try to take a scenic route when I'm traveling somewhere to actually look at the crops. I went on 150 from Galesburg to Kickapoo 
the other day and it, it looked all pretty good. So knock on wood. Somewhere. Yeah, I like to take the scenic route when I like go to work too. Sometimes I go around the block the southern way and sometimes <laughs> around the block the northern way. Just, you know, look at different Denny on the block. See what the crop looks like. Sometimes I even, you know, go the opposite way and, and take an extra block in when I, mm-hmm. I go down to wash a hog barn. Um, Things are going better. I don't better know. Like it's sure sent to me. <laughs> Yeah, you just get to sit and people send them to you. Ours looks good, I'm not gonna lie. Corn went through a rough stage. I, I think that, um, I say this about pigs, particularly when they come in, um, that I think corn does it too. I think corn and beans have it, what I call a teenage stage, like they Nobody can grow right. Everybody's at a different stage. Everybody's got acne and it's just pretty rough. And I will say that this year around here, I feel like the corn and beans really took that teenage stage to a, a whole new level, man. And it beans seems just grew really slow and I, they haven't kicked it in yet in a lot of places. And so I think we're going to see a lot of rows that don't close, which is not going to help our really? weight problems. Ours are short and flowering. I mean, they're, they're, they're going, but they're short. And like you say, the rows aren't closing in and, and, um, we've got all our corn spraying done as of last week at some point in time, maybe Sunday. I can't remember. Um, but we are having a hard time getting our beans sprayed. Um, and we've got, of course, wheat, uh, ready, um, hoping wheat must will be tomorrow. Um, but our ground is pretty wet. I wonder how many acres did not get sprayed here in Illinois because of that dicamba deadline. Do we know that? There weren't as many as you would expect. We didn't have as many fields, um, planned to spray with dicamba. A lot of those who use the extend and extend flex or the extend flex beans, uh, we're looking at putting on Liberty. So I have seen a couple of fields damaged, but I don't think we'll have near what we did at our peak. So yeah, I'm going to give you a heads up, Karen. Sometime I'd like to record a podcast on uh, the extend flex versus because the you hate me. Oh, sorry. No, because I love you. And I think you're really super smart. <laughs> um, extend flex versus the enlist. Well, extend flex is dicamba liberty and enlist would be the 240 choline. Right. But I kind of like to, we're, we're, Personally here, uh, we're trying to struggle on getting on one boat or the other. And right now we're, we're um, doing the splits between the two and um, trying to decide, you know, we need to go one way or the other, Chris said. So anyway, I just think it would be an interesting conversation. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't know how many people, maybe no one else but us is struggling with picking one side or the other or, or debating the two, but well, there's some misinformation out there that I think is making some of the decision making harder. Um, and, you know, the yeah. problems with dicamba also make it harder. But if you do the flex, then you can use the Liberty and then you can always use um, conventional herbicides on either one. So, well, Chris has lots of questions. So I'll get those together. And I think it would make for actually a fairly decent topic. Good informational one. So, um, but like we've got, you know, wheat harvest coming up, hopefully tomorrow, um, county fair. Um, we're in the thick of meetings. I had 
Yeah. Two meetings this week, three next week, three the week after, three the week after that, and then one in August. Are these virtual meetings or are you in person? No, we're in person. Good we uh, never did the virtual thing. Even last summer, we were in person. We just Good. made sure that we had bigger venues where we could space out more. And if we were closer, then we had face masks and whatnot. So we haven't been a major spreading event, at least, <laughs> which was my fear. I've been traveling. I traveled to Springfield last week for the CPS Certified Pedigree Swine and Team Purebreds National Pig Show, and that was fun. It was nice to be in the state of Illinois and things were were normal. I will say that as a resident of Illinois, it, it felt like things were back to normal, even though it's a new normal, probably. It just felt like it had been in years past. I heard our was governor nice. was suggesting that we... He was going to bring back face masks everywhere to combat the new variant that's out there. What's so, that? I don't even know what you're talking about. The Delta variant of COVID is supposed to be a more spreading or more infectious, I guess. But our governor likes to ground us quite often. So we have to be very careful and hide. <laughs> I'll just stick in my little piece of the country and I really don't hear from him. So unless he comes knocking on my door. <laughs> yeah. My, yeah, you know, we're kind of famous. Yeah. I'm, you know, I guess what we're looking for is what are the schools going to have to do this fall? And so far they have not had any direction from the state. So they haven't made any of their own decisions because they don't want to make a decision and then turn around and have the state decide, no, that's not what you're doing. But we were lucky enough, we were one of um, less than 10% of the schools in Illinois that was in school full-time last year with no break, so. My sister's school was in that too. I guess that's happened since April. My old, my youngest kid graduated high school. I'm done. Woohoo! I know, I'm right? grandkids. Oh God, give me a break. I'm just gonna take a minute here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And don't, don't, don't mention that to Kay. She'd be like, uh. well, maybe I was talking about Cole. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta have a girlfriend first. <laughs> some, some mother. So the other sorry. Day. So sorry, Cole. <laughs> yeah. Some mother the other day on Facebook posted a picture of her 23 year old son who, who farms with them and whatnot and said, he's not meeting any girls. So I'm putting his picture out here. I'm like, Oh my God. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, 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 that takes a step too far. I'm actually in the season of my friends are starting to have babies. Now I, I was in the wedding season and I mean, there's still a few here and there, but I've probably seen like five baby announcements within the past week. It's funny how there are seasons like that. And I, I guess I, I, never thought about it until you look back but yeah there are like mm -hmm. you go through that wedding season or and then your friends have it and I'm like I have friends <laughs> I'm in the season of my friends get cancer and grandkids so because we're getting old so I don't know you know Cole is um he's gonna be living here at home but he is working for Reynolds Farm Equipment starting in August and we'll get his John Deere certification and then we need him here as much as possible helping on the farm. So I think it'll be interesting having a quote adult unquote in the house, a third one. You know what I mean? Like he's he's always been like an adult, don't get me wrong. But I say he's always been like the old man of the house. <laughs> he has always been the old man of the house, but like um 
And we had to go out and buy him a coffee maker the other day with a timer on it because he's, he had, I'm like, I just don't even know what happened to my life. <laughs> so I'm not sure what season I'm in swimming and tennis lessons this week. Uh, I don't know. And that is a season, L little kids that have to try everything and want to do mm -hmm. everything. And, and um, yeah, I don't know. I would say also a season of creativity. I'm working on some videography and podcasting projects that will hopefully come to fruition within the next six months. Hint, hint. That's all um, we get. Just yeah, for now. For, for now. I mean, it's going to be good stuff. Well, one, I kind no, of, it's going to be bad stuff. I mean, come on. One, <laughs> one I already launched was I didn't officially launch it. I'm like, just here it is. I've been struggling what to call some of my videography projects I do. So I call, um, it the rule reel. So it's I like rule, and then it's real R E E L. And actually, um, I went along on an engagement session with the Dirt Row Photos. I saw that. Flash uh, Deanna Thomas, and she took engagement photos, and I did a video. And so that's just kind of the umbrella that I want to put videos under. It's called The Real Real. I hope to do a podcast with it, eventually maybe start a YouTube channel with it. Just, just a creative outlet so, for myself. So you say you launched it, but didn't launch it. So yeah. like, honestly, can we find it somewhere? Yeah, it's out there. Okay, it's out there. There's a Facebook and an Instagram page at the real real. And, and yeah, page. so we I launched it. Our Facebook page. I launched it, but I didn't make a big deal out of it. You know, right. just, yeah, it's called a soft what we're for. <laughs> right. Isn't that called a soft launch? Sure. Yeah. I think that's what they call it. Come on. Let's, I just, let's, I just, the, I need to be better about putting myself out there with my services, but I'm always the one where I like word of mouth marketing. Me you know, the most. Like I'm, I realized the other day, I'm never going to get anywhere with farm wife feeds because I want to do it, but I want, I want other people to talk about it. I don't want to be like, yo, look at me. Mm -hmm. And that's, that actually is a it's hard to run a business like that. You, mm -hmm. you just can't. Yeah. So that's what we're here for, Kelsey. Yeah. It's a big struggle because you want to be humble about it, yes. but you don't want to have all the attention on you per se, when really you're doing all this hard work to put something out there. So it'll grow as it, um, as I get more of the vision for it, but, um, well, we need I've, to put that on face on our Facebook page. I've been brainstorming names and it came to me in the shower one day where we all and do you, our best thinking. Okay. Yes, our best thinking. And did you tell Alexa? Because listen carefully, guys. I bought a, I had never had an Alexa. So I bought two of them during Amazon Prime Days because I wanted one in the kitchen for the shopping list. And I decided I wanted one in my bathroom because I do my best thinking in the shower. And when I have these things going through my head, I want them written down. But obviously, where are you going to write them down in the shower? So I put one in there and I'm going to tell Alexa what I want to say. And, um, she's going to do what I tell her to do. So the other day I'm taking a shower and I had this thought and I said, Alexa, write this down. Alexa, stop playing. She started blaring George Strait. Cause she's so smart. 
I know. And I'm like, okay, Lexi, you have really good taste, <laughs> but now I've completely forgotten what I was doing because I was singing in the shower. So. <laughs> Why did we start talking about that? Why did I start talking about that? We were talking it was about- It a good tip. It was a PSA. It's a PSA. Yeah. There we go. Well, I won't mention, but will mention that I have five Alexas in my house and the government probably <laughs> knows everything about me now. They know my taste in music and podcasts and my shopping list, but probably nothing else. That's it. Oh, they know other stuff. Don't, mm-hmm. don't be fooled. I won't though. So, um, I got an Australian shepherd puppy last summer. Lexi had her for over a year. Um, everyone told me to get cameras to put on her, like when I'm gone. And I refuse to put cameras inside my house, refuse to do it. I go, I don't trust people they'll hack into it somehow and i'll be in my living room just chilling and someone can probably see me no i'll put it outside don't get me wrong but i will not put cameras inside my house i think that's creepy no we rented a uh i don't know by no byob is bring your own booze um what are those beer yeah oh bring your own beer whatever uh, what are those the homes rent by owner or whatever what is those called vr airbnb airbnb thank you why couldn't i think of that we rented one a couple years ago up on lake erie and they they had cameras throughout the whole home i'm like i'm sorry but and i put little towels over all of them <laughs> yeah, they claim they're off which is cool whatever but i'm like no nah, uh-uh. nope one thing that's coming up this summer, I don't know if you gals are going to Farm Progress shows back in Illinois this year. And we got our tickets for the first day. I think it's August 31st. You have to I get believe. Um, they're like, I keep getting emails that if you buy it online, it's $5 off or it's $20 at the door. But I feel like we've gotten in free the past years because Prairie Farmer sends us tickets in the mail with our magazine subscription. So I don't know if we've actually paid for it. We got our golf cart. That's what I should say. We got the golf cart. <laughs> so they're, they're just pre-selling tickets to save money, not mm-hmm. because there's going to be a limited number of people allowed in at a time. Well, we're not under restriction right now. We're in phase five. So there are no limits at this point. Okay. So all the big shows are coming back to Illinois this summer. You also have Half Century of Progress, which our family shows antique Ford tractors. So that's a big show for us every other year. And luckily last year was an off year for it. So it's every year that it's Farm Progress show happens in Decatur. So that's also happening at the end of August. So a lot of good, fun exciting things coming up this summer that hopefully we'll get to go to shouldn't probably get my hopes up and you're still traveling with uh walton webcasting yep so traveled with them to springfield last week i think i'm going to the iowa state fair i believe um and probably some other trips here and there um but they've got a phenomenal company what they're doing is amazing oh last year i know that they were like overwhelmed with county fairs and shows that were doing the webcasting because they couldn't have big in-person shows has that slacked off this year or are county fairs going to keep up with that they do have county fairs um on the schedule most of them are national shows 
like they're hitting up all the major junior national cattle shows that have been happening last week, this week and coming up. Um, they're still doing everything from county fairs to national shows, everything in between, to be honest. And I believe people have realized just in general going forward, a lot of you got to have some kind of hybrid option nowadays. Yeah. For the in-person and for those that can't, because we still get messages from people saying, thank you. My grandkids live across the country. I'm in California. They're in Indiana and I can't watch them in person. This still allows me to do it pandemic or not. I knew that a lot of people, I knew that kind of came about because of the pandemic, but I knew a lot of people like truly enjoyed being able when they couldn't travel being able to watch those shows yeah i didn't know if a lot of county fairs had continued to do that ours didn't i'll be honest um Mm -hmm. it was a it was uh, we did it last year and we had to do major fundraising and yeah we we couldn't it our county couldn't afford it this year yeah yeah and that's totally understandable because many organizations have to get sponsors to cover the costs which is okay yeah yeah but I, I it was amazing we had so many compliments on it and yeah. and how how well it was run as much mm-hmm. so yeah for sure they do a lot of video production too i'll give them a plug for that they're, do, they're doing more like virtual like conferences like giving them the hybrid version so they can do the video production besides behind that I think those conferences, the ones who actually produced them like videos, like Iowa State Crop TV, those were the best virtual conferences, Mm -hmm. the ones that were produced like that. Well, I firmly believe going forward, when you have some of these national shows or national conferences, there's going to have to be some kind of hybrid version along with it. I don't believe people can just strictly go back to in-person anymore. I believe there's opportunity there to have not all of it be virtual that's not what I'm saying but some kind of portion or segment to bring people in that can't travel to it I think that's a big opportunity and people might miss out on that well and not just can't travel to it or, or this camp I guess like there are lots of things that I wish I could go to but when you count in the cost of travel number one the cost of the conference the cost of the hotel Mm -hmm. and for me a lot of times it's an extra day or two of travel that I could be here working yeah um so like I might have one or two days that I could sit in on a conference but when you factor in I've got to have a day on the front and a day on the end to travel Mm um when we could be working here that's just it's not possible I also like to be able to pause and go back and be like, wait, what did they just say? Yes. And do it in my pajamas. Yeah, exactly. I don't lie. I 100% agree, but I I also think there's going to be some shows that say, we'll just go back to being in person. We'll go back to the way it was. And I don't think that's a good strategy. Mm -hmm. That's just my own media. It'll limit the audience back to what it was. I mean, I went, you know, I did the Iowa Crops TV, which I haven't gone to the ICM conference since I lived in Iowa. I mean, it's a great conference. I just couldn't fit it into my schedule and with traveling and things. Mm -hmm. Um, I also went to a couple at NDSU. I didn't go. I mean, I watched a couple at NDSU that I normally wouldn't be able to. And I also finally got to participate in the Indiana Crop Advisor Conference too. So, I mean, I really got to go all out last year. So, yeah. 
I feel like I'm no longer zoomed out. Is that what they're saying? People are fatigued, have zoom fatigue. I feel like that's past for me. I'm okay with it because there's a mixture of it now. Like we record this podcast via zoom. So we use it, but with in-person starting to is back, there's been a good mixture. So well, I have to say that I think that it's kind of opened people's eyes to the possibilities of it because um, there are um, a lot more possibilities now for people to get um, help from qualified people. How do I want to say this? Therapists who, who can focus in on that area. Like if you, there might not be somebody in this area who works with the ag community on, on, on therapy or, you know, um, mental health. And I said, telehealth, I guess, not just the, yeah, but not, but just like the ability to talk to someone who specializes in that area, who is three States away. Mm -hmm. I think it's really opened that area up as well. Yeah. Um, which I think is going to be a huge step going Mm -hmm. forward, really. Yeah. It'll be amazing the impact. I I said this last year, like just looking six months to a year out. Well, now we're a year out and just looking down the road, it's going to be an interesting couple of years. <laughs> it is. And I think we can focus on, two, we can, we can go one of two ways. We can focus on everything that we lost or everything that changed, or we can focus on what we gained from it. And I know that sounds kind of cheesy, but do you think the pandemic has been good for agriculture? Wow. I don't. That seems a little deep for a Friday I'm... morning. <laughs> <laughs> I, that thought just popped into my head. I mean, I don't want to say pandemic's good. It was not good to have a pandemic, but I think it has changed things maybe for the better to okay, probably so put it a different like, way. Everybody keeps talking about um that there's like been a huge movement the past few months back to work here we go and all I keep thinking was wait when did we get a break mm-hmm. <laughs> um and I know most everybody worked from home and it's gonna be you know but I did okay so first of all did it change agriculture at all I mean we just kept working that's what we do mm-hmm. but on the other hand are the high prices commodity prices right now part of the pandemic no, I think they have more to do with the production. Personally. Do you? So you think, and I'm asking genuinely, you don't, you think that even if we hadn't had the pandemic um, and problems with China and blah, 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 commodity prices would still be at the, at the highs that they are. I think they're all related in one way, shape or form or the other. Maybe one is more, had more pressure on it than the other. I think they're all correlated. And we definitely, we don't have as much in storage as they thought we, as somebody thought we did. And with the extreme weather that we're having across the um, major growing area this year, that is putting increased pressure on what we're going to have come this fall. And also Brazil has have some issues. They had an early frost and they were having some problems altogether before that. So I guess I would blame it more on that versus on the actual pandemic. Now, pandemic had a lot of impact on cattle and hogs, 
but I don't think it had as much impact on grain, but that's just my opinion. So I said, I don't know if I ever said it in a podcast that all these people that were wanting booking all of these um, kill dates for livestock. So they had their freezer stocked full. I heard the other day that people are now like getting a call from individual packers or slaughter plants saying, Hey, you have a kill date coming up. And they're like, Oh, I forgot about that. I don't want it. Um, has anybody else heard that? I'm not really in that world. So I didn't know. I thought it would be a problem. People do this panic thing. And then, so they schedule these dates a year, six months out, and then they go, Oh, never mind. It's, it's not what we thought it was going to be. The world isn't ending. So all these people who need these kill dates, and I don't say need, but but need, like we called to get one the other day because we'll have some of our own cattle ready and we, my freezer's almost empty and they're like, oh no, you're a solid year out. Like, do you have a cancellation list? Yes, yeah. but it's three pages long. But so- I have heard that actually, yes. I think it's, it's we're seeing that all those people who didn't, who thought they needed these kill dates now don't want them, but aren't canceling them. So is that going to put packers, uh, butcher shops, not packers? I know packers is probably the wrong term. In a pinch, local, uh, local, local places in a pinch, or are local guys going to that actually need those dates going to fill it up? I don't know. Well, if you, really have, this would be a good reminder. If you did book dates, you might want to look them up and take uh, some action here to help out your fellow farmers who might need those dates. Yeah. I mean, if you have, if, if it suddenly occurs to you, you do have a date and you don't want it, give it to somebody else or call ahead of time and get it canceled because those, yeah. I just wondered too, I had this thought last year of how, you know, people start buying more meats locally at their butcher. So they would buy half a cow or pig, whatever. And they weren't, realizing the processing fees that go along with that they thought okay i bought the half a cow that's that's just yeah and they bought it cheap really cheap and then they go to the local butcher and he, they say well this is the processing fee this is what you owe me i wonder how much meat was left because people couldn't afford it well not only couldn't they afford it but they decided they didn't want it um i know um yeah. somebody locally hauled some livestock in had it butchered called the people and said okay your half is ready and they're like oh we don't want it now mm -hmm. that's you can't do that but people that's what people are doing they're like oh mm -hmm. never mind it didn't pan out the way we thought it would we don't want it yeah i we we were actually late getting our half of a cow this year i mean it wasn't late but lockers were just booked so i we didn't have ground beef in our freezer for a good four or five months i had to go to the local grocery store and get it which i never usually have to do okay what well, you know i'm gonna be honest with you we usually keep a calf and a pig and whatnot but i'm i'm a grocery store person sometimes I'll be honest, sometimes I forget to thaw meat out or sometimes I'll just grab extra while I'm at the grocery store. But I tell you what, the other day I went and um, flank steak, flank and skirt steak. They're just easy. We grill those all the time, eat them with stuff. I love them. Um, they're freaking expensive. I think uh, a lot of things have gone up in price. Oh, hamburgers gone up. I guess 
to be honest with you, I probably have never checked the price of hamburger because if you want hamburger, we just get hamburger. We're, you know, it is what it is. But um, the other day I was looking at flank steak and I was like, holy crap. Mm -hmm. Well, a cow cow needs more flanks. (laughs) Get right on that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I've been lately just throwing chuck roast or rump roast in the crock pot. And that's mainly my favorite thing of getting half a cow is having those on hand because usually I will go to the grocery store, just grab like steak or hamburger, not really the roast parts. You want to throw a butcher into a heart attack or a packer. When we get pigs, done um they always call and say now what do you want blah blah blah. and i go yeah and grind those hams up into sausage it gives them a heart attack (laughs) we just don't eat that much ham who needs four giant hams well two because we haven't cut in half but who needs it i'm like no we eat sausage or ground pork way more than we'll ever eat a family-sized ham well i'll be the one to first say can we have prime rib on easter instead of ham I'll have, prime, like I'll have prime rib each holiday if I could. And I like ham, but to be quite honest, I'm probably more inclined to go out and buy a ham for a holiday at the grocery store, you know, like a really good smoked ham and eat that, that homegrown sausage. I'd rather do that. Mm-hmm. But every time they're like, oh, are you sure? 100% positive. Grind those hams up. Yeah, I believe it'll be interesting to observe as we move along the um, more farm to table movements. We saw farmers straight to the consumer. And with everything that's going on in the packing world right now, which I'll be the first one to say, I quite honestly don't understand it or because I'm just not in that world. But I, I see it once and again on Twitter. I believe it's a whole uh, it's a whole black hole on Instagram that mm-hmm. shipping meat across the U.S. Mm-hmm. There, I can't believe how many Instagram um, people are there are that are constantly packing and sending out two and three FedEx and UPS trucks a day. Mm-hmm. Um, That's pack- what consumers are wanting. I I do love watching consumer trends. I need to stay on top of those more, but I'll be interested to see how that trend continues along of consumers buying meat directly from farmers that like are in cities or not in the rural areas well and i'm shocked at how much it costs now i'm not saying they don't deserve a profit i just cannot believe how much it costs and and um this is gonna sound not very good but like i couldn't afford to feed my family meat every night or every meal at what they're charging mm-hmm uh, well, I, they probably do don't it. do it for every meal. Okay, maybe I mean, that. I will say I do order pork from time to time from a more pork, Brian <laughs> Roberts yeah. on Twitter. Um, mainly because his pulled pork is the best pulled pork I've ever had. <laughs> yeah. And so I will order that. And I love, he has really good pork burgers and I'll get pork chops for my parents and things like that. Um, so I do order from him, but I don't order from him for every day. Um, and maybe that's what people do. I, I guess I hadn't really considered that aspect of it. it. It's more for two special meals a week or, you know, just to indulge. I, I don't know. I just know or, that, you know, over a couple of months, you know, yeah. 
Yeah. I just am always looking at it and then I surf the price, the, the page that they share on their websites for prices. And, and I'm, I'm all about farmers getting the profit, not packers, believe me. But, um, I just also know what, what food costs and how much it costs to feed a family. Well, and I also like Brian has smaller packages because they tend to, um, cater to the, to the twin cities that are close by to them. And so I like the small packages also, because my kids don't eat anything besides nuggets and chicken noodle soup. So, (laughs) you know, bother me. Same chicken nuggets. But no means I want to make it perfectly clear. Go, if you can do it, go do it. Like Brian does. I mean, I'm, I'm all about that. I'm, I'm about that profit going straight to the farmer. Sometimes though, I, I am a consumer as well as a farmer. And so I look at that and I think, how do you work that into your budget? And how do you, not that I'm a budget, Chris will laugh at that. He's like, you don't budget shit. <laughs> but you know, you do think about the, the price of food. We have gotten very, very comfortable with good food being fairly cheap. I will say when I go to the grocery store, so I visit Hy-Vee, which is a popular grocery store here in Illinois, more towards the West. It stops in like Bloomington and you can't we don't get have, it. It's yeah. in Iowa. It's in Iowa. Yeah. So yes, correct. Out of Des Moines. So that we have Hy-Vee and then we have Aldi's which I'm a big Aldi's fan too. I love their produce. But if I go to Hy-Vee and it's just my sister and I for um, our grocery bill, I could easily spend a hundred bucks and I could get those same things at Aldi's and it's probably more like $60. Okay. So is it true then? I am not, I I shop Aldi's randomly. Is it, is Aldi's going all organic? I have not heard that. Oh man, I wish everybody could see that. Word around here is all these is going all organic. Then I now, won't buy it. I don't it. know if that's a rumor. I don't know what that is, but I'll be interested to see if it's true. I, <laughs> I wish we had a screenshot of that, <laughs> that shock. <laughs> that's a shock. Well, when I, when I, when you had said earlier, people who buy, you know, meat for every meal, I think of families who buy organic for every meal. Oh my gosh. That is right. I'm not saying what's right and what's wrong. We don't need to go down that path, but nowadays I'm being a little more conscientious of a billing of how much groceries cost. Right. I don't buy a lot of name brands because like I just said, a grocery bill for two young women can be a hundred dollars for one week. And that's ridiculous. In my opinion, it it is ridiculous. And and then you factor in feeding a family or um, if you want a good, well-rounded meal, which we like to eat around here. And like, like I grew up with, I mean, you know, you got your meat and your potatoes and your vegetables and your bread and salad and, and don't think I do that every time. I'm just, if you, if you were a family that did that, that's, that's expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Things have gotten really expl- expensive and I know there's lots of talk of infl- inflammation, inflation, <laughs> <laughs> inflammation versus inflation. I know there's a lot of talk about right now that's why i'm just interested to see how these trends continue the rest of 2021 and i'll just well and like you said are they going to continue did the pandemic bring them on whether it did or not they did happen and 
are we going to just stay with that or are things going to come back down? Because let's be honest, generally things don't come back down. They, they, they stay where they're at, then they go up when something happens and then that becomes the new normal. And then we go up from there. And I don't even want to start with the price of gas. I saw crude went up last week, but I haven't seen it since. So I don't pay that much attention to it. Only when I watch market to market, I see what crude has done. Um, yeah, I don't know. Now I will say that gas fluctuates more than food. Would you say that's true? The price of gas can go up and down a lot more than food. Oh, it, it could go 30 cents up in a day and then it takes two weeks for it to come back down. Yeah. But I don't think food comes back down like gas does. No, no, it stays pretty consistent or it goes up. Right. Yeah. So well, we've had a pretty good conversation. We've yeah. A freaking lot of territory there. Before we go, though, I want each of us to do a humble brag, whether it's something that you want to promote or um, give a shout out to someone, maybe, or just do something. We should do this on our Facebook page. Yeah. And let other people join in. So I'll start if you guys, um, if so, it gives you guys time to think. Um, like I said earlier, I launched the Rural Reel. So Rural Reel, R-E-E-L, like a reel as in video. So like it on Instagram, Facebook. Um, there'll be some really compelling content. And then you can also follow me on Instagram or Twitter at Kelsey Litchfield or at K Litchfield 13. They're different on each platform. Um, just some, I have some really fun projects that I'm going to be sharing within the next couple months that I'm working on currently. So stay up to date with that. And I pray for a decent summer for these crops. We'll see where that goes, but I'm ready for harvest. I, I could go for a good harvest season right about now. So I'll just have to wait. Mine will be the, always the same uh, spiel. Mine is farm my feeds, visit please. I, I tend to fall off the wagon uh, when we get into planting and harvest and then I panic during winter and summer um, and hope traffic picks back up. Um, and, and it has a little bit and I've got some new recipes up and um, buy a copy of Meat Pete. I was gonna say, do you wanna share what you shared on Facebook this morning? that I saw? Oh, I can. Three years ago today, I had my port put in for um, chemo and it kind of hit me hard. It was kind of funny. Like at the time um, I was told I was probably in fight or flight mode. Um, so every year that goes past when I see those memories like that, I'm like, oh shit, that was real. That wasn't like a nightmare or a, um, but I had, um, I, re I, I remember this day now that I saw the picture, I we had gone first thing in the morning, had to be there about eight o'clock. We had, I had port surgery. Um, and then I came home, I took a nap and then, um, we cleaned out the cattle barn and I hauled manure. So, um, and today I'm going to go wash a hog barn. So I'm thankful for that. And I hope that anybody else who is down in the trenches or coming out of them, um, can see the light. Thanks for sharing. Okay, well, I'm not creative and I have no other 
<laughs> Facebook pages or anything like that for that type of thing. But I will say a shout out to one of our original Girls Talk Egg, Angie Setzer, just started her own new company, Series Marketing LLC. And so that's a big step for her, and I hope it goes well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So she started her own company because I, 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 yeah. Wow. That's so, awesome. Yay, Angie. Yay. Go follow Angie. her on Twitter. She is going to be, she is probably over the moon excited and, and knowing Angie, she's probably trying to do it all herself and completely stressed out as well. Well, it starts Tuesday, so she's got a few more days. <laughs> <laughs> to send, yeah. Send good vibes. Well, thank you both. Yeah, everybody have. And so we are, we're trying, we do a lot of reunion. Hello, we're back. Um, but we're working on um, a fairly new schedule. Mm -hmm. that um we're gonna try to stick to thanks to mom and she always gets mad when I call her mom but it's totally lovingly because she is the most organized on track person I know um but Kelsey is gonna keep us on a schedule and um what every two weeks yep every two weeks I think she's already like set up the calendar so like we have to show up yeah or you get a slap on the wrist that's right so we're excited about that. And, yeah. um, and we got a new, we got a new logo too. We updated our logo. Oh, yeah, That's what I was going to say. Kelsey even yep. updated our logo for us. She's like the best guys. Um, I, I, I love feeling refreshed and I feel like this is our refresh a little bit. Yep. We shared it on Facebook. Have we shared it on, we did share it on Twitter, but we're going to share it again because that's kind of who we are. We're ready to shout it. Mm -hmm. So yep. All right, girls, have a, have a good day. Say a prayer for me. I'm going to go pressure wash another hog barn. I'm going to go weed, like weed a garden. I should finish that sentence. <laughs> Living in Illinois now. <laughs> good deal. Well, thank you guys. Thanks for hanging out with us. Join us next time for another episode of Girls Talk Ag. And if you can't wait until then, connect with us on Twitter.